0: You're listening to Brand to Brand. A not-so-serious marketing show for serious marketers. With your host, Thomas Sterling. What's up, everyone?
1: Welcome back. Today on the show, we're talking emerging fitness technology. We'll take a look at products like Newman Peloton to discuss how these brands are shaking shit up. All right, limber up. Let's kick things off. Oh my gosh, I feel like I just woke up
0: from a nap. Well, we've been gone for like a month, so I think that would be a coma, technically.
1: Ooh, okay, (laughs) all right, well that explains the hangover. (laughs) So, So why are we here today?
0: Existentially or like physically right now? Oh
1: my God. Okay. It's a new year, V. It's that time where we're getting back to business. The holidays are over, gone are the excuses, and it's time for those New Year's resolutions. And today we're looking at fitness, something I imagine a lot of us listening have resolved to do better in 2022.
0: Yeah. And today we're also talking about how you can be comforted by the fact that big tech is here to track all of your movements, your heartbeat, how hard you're working, and of course, there's a payoff, there's a benefit having that kind of technology integrated with some of these fitness tools. It's, I mean, it's
1: kind of like Santa Claus, you know, he knows when you're sleeping. <laughs> he, he knows
0: when you're slacking off <laughs> on your workout. He knows when you're awake. <laughs> he tells your neighbor
1: when you didn't get off the couch, for goodness sake. <laughs> do you use
0: any of this fitness technique? No, I like, like, yeah, I like working of... out like prison cell style Ooh. where you just do push-ups and Crunches. I don't need any fancy shit. Oh my God. That sounds <laughs> so nice. You know what? Maybe today I can be convinced. I mean,
1: it's all about results. We're going to talk about that today. Should we, should we get I into it? I guess we should get into and it. And
0: we got some new music, new <gasps> season. Uh, new music, new sounds.
1: New callings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> News, team, News team, assemble. I'm Ron Burgundy? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I'm trapped in a glass cage of emotion. I'm taking Peloton? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay, I'll do Noom then. (laughs) That sounds good. That sounds good.
0: Why are you taking Noom, Thomas?
1: Because it's a digital platform that's filled with automation, gives you a personal connection in an impersonal world. We've all had tough times through COVID, and this is a brand that has figured out a way to get into our subconscious and motivate us to be our best selves. And there's something beautiful about that.
0: Okay, well, I have I could be a better version of myself, I guess. I mean,
1: you're just a bike. Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> hey, <laughs> Peloton's more than a bike. I'm defending Peloton now. It's a Peloton's whole Peloton's more than a bike. It's a I community know, and a lifestyle, I know, man. No. Noom I, has a community too. I, I listen, I know nothing about Noom. I don't even know what it is. And I purposely, because I knew you were taking this brand, did zero research. So educate me, Thomas. Okay. What the hell is Noom?
1: All right. Let's bring it to some brand architecture. The messaging strategy tagline, stop dieting, get lifelong results. How's that sound?
0: I mean, that sounds pretty good, but like, is this an app?
1: It's an app. You put it in your pocket. You can take it anywhere you want to go. And it's got all these push notifications, reminders, check-ins. It's like one of those log what you eat throughout the day. I know it sounds boring, but- They incentivize you, they get you excited, and they connect you with a peer group to monitor your progress. So... Not only does it feel like you have a cheerleader with you the whole time, but it incentivizes you to eat healthy, to eat right, and Mm. to get exercise.
0: And you still have that accountability of knowing other people are aware if you're hitting your goals. A grandmother
1: in Ohio might hit you up (laughs) midstream and say, Hey, put
0: that fucking cookie (laughs) down.
1: (laughs) I don't know if she's going to (laughs) swear.
0: You'd think after one season of practice, Anticipating when I'm going to swear with the bleep button, we'd have it down. But no, know I'm like a wild card and might, you're slow to the draw.
1: I might just do it, you know, sporadically. <laughs> I think people get the message. It's it's some level of proactive, uh, maybe not exactly timely. But I think there's something beautiful about this digital movement. Technology in so many ways. We think about Facebook. We think about Instagram. We hear all of this dialogue that's happening at the national stage. People are saying how tech is here here pushing us apart we've never been further apart people say right
0: yeah they say and that.
1: noom is bringing people together how about you
0: well speaking of Are you kicking, thinking of buying kicking, a peloton <laughs> i'm not buying a peloton But the first introduction to Peloton that I ever remember was just the horrible ad scandal of Peloton launching that ad that was basically like a sad, like, get your wife a Peloton because she's unhappy because she's not at her target weight. And then he gets her a Peloton for Christmas. It's just such a weird thing of like, honey, like, here's something for you to look better for me. And I know, of course fitness and all of these personal goals are about you personally feeling better. Unfortunately, that's not the messaging that they use to grab a lot of people. It's like, hey, you I have mean, insecurities. We're going to play into them.
1: Play up to those fears. <laughs> we don't do that on this show.
0: We don't. Should we play the clip? We, should play- we don't do that on this show. Shall we play the clip?
1: <laughs> Get the fears going, people.
0: <laughs> Roll it. Peloton, talking to you, the indoor exercise bike company released a new holiday commercial that's caused an uproar on social media. Now, some people on social media accuse the ad of promoting an unhealthy marriage dynamic and peddling negative body images. If I was Peloton, I would not get engaged in this. This seems much ado about nothing. If the, if the guy, I really do believe this, Tony, if the guys had given a bike to his wife and she was overweight, we'd be complaining about that. So just because she's healthy doesn't mean that it's an insult to her.
1: Oh, boy. The court of public opinion is rough. And just to set the the record here, this was in 2019. This is December 2019, pre-pandemic. And both of these brands have seen an absolute explosion.
0: Mm. I will say that makes a lot of sense. And it seems like Peloton has definitely taken off. Have had another hit recently with, well, first of all, if people aren't aware of what Peloton even is, I think most people do at this point. But their whole mission statement is Peloton uses technology and design to connect the world through fitness. Just like Noom, it's all about connecting the world and empowering people to be the best versions of themselves from anywhere. Their tagline being, you can reach your goals at home or on your own time. So it does feel like both of these brands have completely leaned into home or wherever you are or you don't need a gym. You can do this all on your own, but not really because, like, you need our help and you need to pay us.
1: There's something (laughs) seductive about that, right? I mean, you see the story play out across the board, the future of work, people working from home, people fitness from home, everything from home, pajamas from home. I mean, this all speaks to this huge increase in the market for fitness tech.
0: It does make sense. And yeah, for fitness tech, but also with this world of people working remote, I mean, it's that same thing of like during the COVID, you could wear sweatpants on a Zoom call and no one would know. You can pedal on your Peloton on a call and no one will know, probably wouldn't be doing like major uphills or people would probably be like, why are you heavily breathing on this conference call? But it makes those things so accessible where people can better kind of mix a workout or nutrition or health into their routine. And that seems like that's the biggest part of it is there's a convenience element to it. Mm -hmm. Noom, like you said, in your pocket, Mm -hmm. Peloton in your home.
1: Atomic Habits, book that came out in 2018, a book I believe you've read.
0: I actually have not read Atomic Habits, but I've listened to a podcast with the author. And it Very was nice. awesome.
1: Well, the big, big part of all of this, right? What gets us off of our ass and into the gym? It's the habits. It's the cycle. Noom uses psychology to help you break your bad habits. I think... A lot of this is positive reinforcement, right? They, they say in marketing sometimes, right, there's a rule of seven. You have to see something seven times. I've even seen like 11 times, right? You need to see something a number of times to take action. If a dry cleaner can get you to stop by on your way to work X number of times, all of a sudden it becomes your routine. Boom, that dry cleaner has you. And a lot of us that maybe aren't going to work as much, whatever, we're, we're seeing, we're finding new ways to use that routine in the day. Maybe we're seeing more money in our pocket because we're not going to Starbucks every day. Noom is playing on that and rewiring brains for people and helping them think different about their relationship with food. Wow. This is probably the time to disclaim I've never used Noom, and I'm on a junk food diet. I've also never used
0: Peloton, and I'm also on that diet.
1: But you rode a bike once.
0: I have ridden a bike once. Okay, good.
1: You were sharing with me a little bit about some of the messaging that you saw with regards to Peloton. Any other kind of big, important brand components (laughs) that you'd like to share?
0: I know I probably should talk about big, important brand components, but what I'd prefer to talk about are... Mr. Big, Important Brand Fails. Oh, no. (laughs) You may have heard it. If you're like me and you don't use Peloton, the only times you've really heard of this product are with a couple of these marketing faux pas, one of which wasn't even in their control, but goes to show you how prevalent Peloton is And how there's this weird shift of when you made it as a brand, you could be included in elements of pop culture and your brand could be assigned to it without your knowledge. You're just attached to this because you're so big. It's also free marketing and advertising. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, the Sex and the City reboot, um, a major character named Mr. Big had an accident on a Peloton. That's as much as a spoiler as I'll give you. And it's crazy because the company literally... Took a stock hit. I think since then it's recovered. Peloton's figured out, obviously, how to, like, scramble their PR teams and make the most of the situation. Um, But it's so fascinating how there's this element of if you fall in the gym, someone who works at the gym is going to call 911. If you get hurt on your fitness equipment in your home and you don't have life alert, your cat's probably not going to help you out. So there was this element (laughs) of like danger that people realized, which is just fascinating to me. And for a lot of people, and I've noticed this seeing Peloton in people's homes. Yes, it can become a main form of exercise where they lean into it and they use that. For a lot of people, it becomes like that chair you have in your bedroom where you just throw clothes on it.
1: Oh, you put your Zoom shirt on it. (laughs) You just take it off. I feel like you're you're talking from personal
0: experience.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, we've gone through all sorts of hurdles throughout this pandemic. Maybe it's transitioning to endemic, but the stock market loves to speculate. And in addition to that sex in the city tumble, Peloton stock also has taken an additional dive because some market are say- analysts are saying it was already priced in to a pandemic demand that is not realistic in a post-COVID world. Let's play the clip. It was just a mismatch on the fundamentals. So the conversations that you and I generally have, I think, listen, at the end of the day, Peloton took advantage of COVID in a beautiful way, capitalized, pulled forward demand, and got there. But I think the danger was reading through that demand
0: and envisioning that that was going to be the sustainable trend.
1: Speaking of value and company worth, talking about Noom, they raised over $500 million in a Series F investment round in May 2021. From such heavy hitters as Silver Lake, Sequoia Capital, and it's been rumored to be eyeing an IPO mm. in the coming year at a $10 billion valuation.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy that, I mean, we're talking a lot of money. Peloton's annual revenue is almost $2 billion. That's a lot of fucking money. I mean, those bikes are <laughs> extraordinarily expensive. You
1: spend two grand on a bike. I'm going to hit us with another clip here.
0: The diet industry has more than doubled since the 90s, and in 2020, it topped $71 billion. Each year, some 45 million people in the United States go on weight loss programs, and 95% of them fail.
1: $71 billion. And if you think about it, you were just talking about how much Peloton represents that. Right, we could imagine what new represents specifically with regards to that. There's a huge amount of other players There's in the so space. so many more. And thinking about all those people, ninety-five <laughs> percent of people that fail—that's
0: <laughs> a lot of money out the window.
1: It's a lot of money out the it's window. It's Good intentions. Yeah. So let's let's use, uh, let's, use some, <laughs> let's use some psychology. Let's hack our habits. Let's do new things. So, what are some other brands that represent this insanely large market?
0: Well, the Lululemon mirror is pretty cool.
1: It is, and it's only the Lululemon mirror because they bought it.
0: Really? That was an
1: acquisition. Lulu saw the business and they said, we're done making pants. It's time. <laughs> also, I love that you said buy Lulu. Like it,
0: you're, you're on like a softball team together. <laughs> I'm wearing Lulu right now. It's nice. It's
1: really nice. It's no good one will stuff. Know. It's good stuff. So what do you mean? That's I wild. Just said.
0: I, well, yeah, you're right. Now they know.
1: <laughs> Who's the audience for this? Women. Why is it do, you, what, what do you say? Isn't
0: women more like? I, isn't Lululemon just yoga pants? It, they, do. They make I, men's clothes. They do. Yeah, I don't shop at Lululemon. I'm not so wearing
1: them. ladies' leggings <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know they make some great. Point. They make some great clothing. They really do. They started out with the yoga pants. They branched out. Okay. They saw an opportunity to get into tech, fitness tech.
0: I respect that. And the
1: quality of the product. It's beautiful. It really does sit. In a space. It's perfect. And you can use it
0: as a mirror. It also has a purpose. It's not just to hang your clothes on like a Peloton. You can use that and then choose to work out with it. One question I have for you, good sir, because you seem to have your finger on the pulse of the Lululemon mirror. You can hack into a webcam. Yeah. Can someone hack into your mirror? Because that's if there's where a will, brain goes. there's a way.
1: <laughs> obviously, but hopefully, there's just some I mean, security
0: considerations around utilizing technology in whatever that's fast. That's true. That you're using I'm
1: it. usually clothed when <laughs> I'm doing my workouts, but that said, if it's just hanging on your wall and it's a mirror, hey, and you're if living it's in, in, your in house,
0: a, and you get it. You can, You should be able knows, to do what you want. Who
1: knows what's happening behind closed doors? That
0: would be an interesting marketing <laughs> campaign. <laughs> Work out naked. No one will ever know.
1: Except Lululemon. Because they've got cameras on <laughs> you. Tonal, on the other hand. Have you seen Tonal?
0: I haven't seen Tonal's Tonal. Tonal's like
1: the guy's version. It's like guy's. Tonal's just like a it's, guy's it's guy. It's No, you want to get toned. You want to get toned. You want to step into Your my gym. Your mirror just
0: yells at you every five minutes. Do you <laughs> hey, lift,
1: bro? Hey! <laughs> get back to work! It's, it's an interesting brand. It's an interesting brand. And... It's a mirror, but it's a mirror with arms that come out. You can grab it, you can do all sorts of chest exercises and things like that. So it's not like you're just standing in front of a mirror mm. and doing workout classes. Mm. I'm sure most of these listeners have seen some form of these advertisements. If you've seen a mirror with arms, welcome to tonal.:
0: I just feel <laughs> welcome to tonal. I just feel like, even though we're using technology, it's so great. There's just still that desire to invest in the workout equipment and you tell yourself, if I invest in it, I'll use it.
1: Mm, yep. And
0: so often, no matter how you slice it, whether it's a mirror on the wall or a bike or an app, it is so easy to still go, eh, I don't want to do that today. These are crazy
1: things. This is crazy technology. This is a crazy future. Pretty soon... Metaverse, people would be throwing headsets on their head, grabbing a couple weights. The fitness future, it's crazy. Who knows what's going to happen? And honestly, we would be amiss at not talking about one of the most exciting brands in fitness Nordic Track.
0: So exciting. <laughs> <laughs> you can get that off yeah. Craigslist from some guy named yeah. Ted down the street.
1: Okay, yes. And
0: OG in the space, uh, still worth a shout out. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely an underdog compared... Do you know what? They're classic. When you think about all these big <laughs> tech, they're old tech, but they no still got one, it, baby. No one got
1: fired for buying Nordic Track
0: <laughs> Yet. <laughs> and now for something completely different.
1: So when we think about how we actually put this fitness revolution and what we've learned from that to work, I think it breaks down into two things. First thing is personalization. These brands are offering personalization in their process. They're configuring, they're laying out the way that their service offerings are structured. And if you look at something like a Noom from the first moment on the website, and everything you do from there is customized based off of your profile. If there are spots in your business where you can customize the experience for the end user, the customer, then there's tremendous benefit there. And according to a study by Adweek, personalization can reduce acquisition costs by as much as 50%, lift revenue by 5 to 15%, and increase marketing spend efficiency by 10 to 30%. So, there is tremendous value for you, return on investment for that personalization. Number 2, community. We are all yearning for more community. Brands that are leveraging community, brands like Peloton, like Noom, have created a dominance in the industry over what used to be juggernauts like NordicTrack because they've been able to leverage the community with live classes, virtual personal connections, and they've explored ways to do it in really, really deep ways based off of the information they collect when you create your profile. So, explore what data sets you have on your customers and think about ways that you can leverage communities to drive deeper connections people are looking for community provided.
0: You're in charge around here. Is that fair to say? Absolutely.
1: I'm the boss. Okay, so take us through a day in the life of the boss. Well, the first thing
0: I do is talk
1: to corporate. So, if you had to take anything away from this episode,
0: it's that uh, I'm a boss.
1: And uh, I'd say V has a whole year to figure out her New Year's
0: resolutions <laughs> for next year. And it's that Thomas figured out his and it's going to last one month. I'm going to go the procrastination Ooh. route and come up with my resolution in December.
1: I think we have a problem here. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, could I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent. And horrifying news story. Cannonball! Well, they say when it rains, it pours. And since the recording of this episode, a lot of new things have come out for Peloton. Really damaging big things. What's going on, V?
0: There's a lot just packed into <laughs> one week and I there's going to be even more the way that this is going. I mean, we're
1: not recording a new episode uh, outro no, again. We're not, so sorry, if there's Peloton, more bad You got news, your one brand yeah, brand. That's it.
0: <laughs> so, we talked about the Sex and the City faux pas, brand faux pas. Scandal. Scandal. It happened again on the show Billions. They actually even joked about what happened on Sex and the City in the show? It's just so meta and beautiful. Andy had,
1: had a heart attack. He had a heart attack on a Peloton. Came back from it.
0: Came back from it. But Peloton is saying, uh, we understand sometimes products are featured in television shows, but they did not agree for their brand and IP to be used on billions. Two, two accounts now of someone being injured on their bike.
1: In addition to that, I mean, the market volatility here, uh, insiders at Peloton coming out, the CEO making some broad statements about restructuring them, hiring Mackenzie to come in and, and, and kind of look at things and, and, and uh, make some changes to the overall sort of structure.
0: Yep. And then since that happened and that news broke and we were already like, we got to talk about this. <laughs> It just even more recently, we now have an investor in Peloton who owns around just a little bit under 5% of the stock, who has actually publicly put out a letter. This is from Blackwell's Capital calling for the firing of their CEO, John Foley, for his mishandling of the company and also throwing in that they think Peloton should explore a sale,
1: which (laughs) is just absolutely crazy.
0: It is crazy. And you know
1: what's what's really sad, what's really challenging here is probably all the team members that have worked hard to build Peloton to where it is, they all, many of them may have stock options, etc. They're watching this all play out in the market and it directly affects them. For these, you know, for these sort of rogue investors that are sort of driving shifts, it only speaks to the changes in the in the marketplace that we've seen with uh, GameStop and other things. Mm -hmm. You can't you are in some ways beholden to the masses if all of a sudden people want to grab your brand up and put it out there. So with all of that said, and this being a Bleeding Edge update, there's a few days before this episode actually goes live, and uh, I'm interested to see how much uh, things change between now and then. But with that, I hope you enjoyed the episode, and we look forward to seeing you guys again in two weeks.
0: Thanks so much for listening to the Brand to Brand podcast. Subscribe and share to unlock your platinum membership. (laughs) Just kidding. That doesn't exist, but we'd really appreciate it.